Welcome, you're listening to Raw Health Rebel Podcast with Lisa Strabak. It's time to disrupt the current view of health and return to the raw basics that true wellness comes from within. TJ is back for more. Find out why Tommy wants to know if I've forgiven him. And I'll ask him that very important question of whether he ever feels like he's from another planet. We explore a plethora of topics, including why he isn't trying to win a battle, the infective capability of consciousness, accessing DMT, the magic of pregnant women, movement being an essential component of healing injuries and how he thinks the body can even regenerate cartilage. We discuss the body self-healing mechanisms and therapies that support that. And I asked Tommy whether he's ever used homeopathy personally. I get his perspective on why society's become disconnected from being human. And we both discuss how we work in our practices and explore the treatment of children. We chat about how getting rid of symptoms does not equal healing, why disease doesn't exist, and how the world needs to hear more positive stories such as spontaneous remissions. Finally, I asked Tommy how he reconciles his perspective on health with the inevitability of death. This is a jam-packed episode and we still ran out of time, so part three awaits. We need to let people know, uh, I have a question for you for everyone to listen. Have you forgiven me? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I've definitely forgiven you. (laughs) People, it's okay to fuck up. (laughs) I hold on. I messed up big time. And I I blew off our first appointment because I realized that I had scheduled it 10 minutes before and I had a full office and it was it was horrendous. And so instead of coming up with like a bajillion excuses, because I could get creative, right? Like there's there's many excuses I could have come up with, but I was like, you know what? And that was it. And you're like, okay. <laughs> no, do you know what? I, I really People, people make mistakes, right? And what I like right. is that you actually told me 10 minutes before. What it made me realise <laughs> is how pissed off I get. You know when people keep you waiting? Like, yeah. but actually, if someone just tells you, sorry, I can't make it, it's completely different. It was fine. And it's the I, thing. I mean, in the grand scheme, like, I know I fucked up. You know what I mean? It's like, shit. But in the grand scheme, like, it's not like I rolled over something. I, I killed some. It's just like, ah, it's a schedule thing. Damn it. Okay. We can bounce back from this. We're going to make it an awesome episode. It's going to get done. But I wanted to have a public apology to you and and then let everybody know that she's very forgiving, everybody. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, you handled it really well. So, And you managed to squeeze it in. So, you know, I'm going on holiday on um, Saturday. So it's nice to be able to get this done so I can then get it released next week. Yeah, close out, shut off. That's going to be exciting. I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, thank you for having me back on. This is fun. Let's do this. Well, thank, thank you. I feel like we only scratched the surface last time and I was listening to it back and I was like, I should have, you know, delved deeper there or, you know, like asked you more. So no, it's great to have you back on. But um, but how's let's things? Let's do it. Let's do it. How, do you know what? I don't know what kind of day you're having, but I'm having one of those days where I'm like, what the fuck is going on with the world? I don't know if you saw that Teletubbies. Yeah, you, you, you brought it up when you were commenting in the stuff there. And I, I somebody tagged me, Tanya the Herbalist tagged me in something. I saw that and then I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, holy shit. I just, and then you saw my post about water. People are bickering back and forth with me about water and they'll fight to the death about hydration and stuff. But then they'll 
kind of roll over and let their kids go or let them go or let, and they just have no problem with it. And I'm just like, we're, we're not doing well. We're not doing well with what we're defending, you know? Yeah. I'm having one of those days. I don't know if you have days like this where you're like, am I actually from another planet kind of thing? I just seriously, I'm just, do I see a different reality? Do you you have days like that? Yeah. I say it to my friend, uh, Dr. Cassie's one of my closest friends. and, And I'll say all the time, I'm like, I feel like I'm not a part of earth. Like, I feel like I'm not a part of the planet. Like something is, and there's a reason, you know, we're loners. I don't know what you, but I don't have a lot of friends and there's a reason I don't get along with a lot of people because my values and beliefs no longer match up to like almost anybody. I I mean, it's not even, and I will spend no time with you unless you're, you're respectful of something that I value and believe in. Like if it, I'm not doing it to entertain myself. I'm not doing these acquaintances because we're supposed to go to social events because it's healthy or all this bullshit. Like, no, my time is the most valuable thing on the planet. Like for me, Mm. it's my time and what I'm doing. And I just find that who I allow in is so elite now that I just can't. And I'll look for like more like, Oh, they seem kind of cool. Oh no, no, I can't there. Okay. Uh, shit. And it's just, it's very lonely, you know? And it's one of those things like, well, all right, let's just keep doing what we're doing and make ourselves keep improving every day because life is still amazing. Like there's still so much amazing around that we get to participate in that I'm super grateful for. But then, Every so often you're reminded that you're just you're in the shit show at the time that we're in and you're viewing this shit show. Everybody else doesn't think it's a shit show. They're all just like, ah, I mean, this is just where we're going. I'm like, I wonder what it's like to be like them, (laughs) to like have somebody kind of control you and lie to you. And you're totally fine with it, but you don't know it's a lie and it's comfortable and you won't own anything and you have no responsibility. There's no accountability. You don't have to leave your house. You are literally sucking the nipple of whoever the frick is you're outsourcing everything to, and you're completely fine with it. And I just, I, I don't know what it would be like to be that way, but they, they just seem, it's almost like, I don't know if a zombie's uncomfortable because they don't know they're a zombie, right? Like they're just like, yeah. they're living their thing. You know, I, I look at cats often and a cat knows it's a fucking cat and it'll be a cat that's a cat. Well, everybody's kind of, I can't get upset at the people who are on the side because they they're just being who they believe they should be like, okay. And then there's us over here who are being the middle ones are my scary one. The one that are playing both sides. And I've said this before. They're the most dangerous ones of all, in my opinion, they're not standing for anything. They're playing the part to acquiesce. Like they're just trying to appease everyone. They're not so dead to the world that they know they're just this blank eyed stare you know ai version of a human and then there's these people over here that are actually humans and then the middle ones are the scary ones for me like why'd you get the vaccine i got patients who got double doses and i don't ask why they got it but i overhear conversations none of it was health Mm. none they didn't they did nothing for health it was all wow wife wanted me to Mm because she wants to keep you alive, like, or, or alive or, well, no, cause we've got travel plans and you know, we're in this company and we want to visit the kids. And I'm like, no, I, I thought it was about health. Where's the health thing. Oh. And then someone else was like, no, so I can keep working again, not health. Um, okay. And and again, th- those are the most dangerous ones. They're like, I don't know why I did that. 
but they still have opinions on, yeah, the sun is good. TJ. Yeah. I love what you're doing. I, you're kind of the most fucked up person of all because you don't really know anything. You're, you're like, you really don't know who you are. The zombies know that they're, they're just, I mean, they don't know that they're zombies, that they're zombies, but at least they're just existing. We over here are fighting like death for, for our existence. It's the middle ones that in my opinion are the biggest threat. Um, and, and the, the, it's the saddest I get if I'm getting sad because that's the majority <clears throat> And everyone's like, but there's so much that we can convince to come over this side. Oh, no, I'm not convincing anybody. I'm, I'm out of that game. I'm just going to embody my philosophy. And if they observe it and see it or they ask me, but I'm not going out yelling and screaming, trying to convince the world. I, I, I'm, I got other things I could be doing. They're going to watch me live. Because mm -hmm. I, if I tried to do that, I would waste myself and they'll bleed you dry. People yeah. will suck you dry in this world. They suck Dr. Cassie dry in appointments. Because they just suck, 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 get, 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 and go. And it's like, I'm not giving you guys any ounce of my energy other than just what I'm sharing. I'll fight. I will fight for our existence, but I'm not going to give up my livelihood for somebody else to, like, like my, my payment to the world is to be the best version of myself. Yeah. And if somebody was harming you and I walked up on it, yeah, I'm going to fight that person off you and then we're going to go. But then you're going to go back to your cave or your whatever, and you're going to go work on yourself. Do you know what I mean? And I'm going to go work on myself. We'll hug, peace out, see you tomorrow when we're better versions of ourselves. Remember what just happened? What could we learn from that? Cool. I'm going to go back and see. You're going to go back and see. And we're going to keep going. Do you know what I mean? But this whole like, that's why I don't, I don't post anything else other than just like my life. Like just, just trying to live this free and sovereign life because that's all we've got. It's like whatever, whatever that is. And, and in so doing, as I said, I think before, the decisions and the choices become very clear later. They're not easy, but they're clear. So everyone's like, are you staying in California? Yes, it makes sense to me right now. It's very clear. I'm fucking staying here. Are mm. you going to get the vaccine? No, I, it's very clear. It makes no sense to me. Mm. I don't need to know mRNA. I don't need to know the latest and greatest. I didn't even know what Delta was. I was like, what the fuck are people? I literally thought it was the airline. I was like, what Delta do? And then I was like, oh, my God, they're oh, we kind of knew that that was coming because it's just so clear. Do you know what I mean? And so, yeah. again, people are like, it's not an, a difficult decision. It's very simple. But to carry it out and defend it and continue to make these decisions daily, I need to be a strong ass motherfucker. I need to be very clear on my intentions and my spirituality, my beliefs, what I'm willing to fight for and value within myself, who I surround myself, nourish myself so my tissue can fucking stand this stuff. And then I go out and I can breathe fresh air, get good sleep, keep continuing to learn this, this ongoing study called my life mm -hmm. <laughs> with, with subject number one, you know, N equals one. And I'm always changing. And each day I should be completely different than the day before. And society better goddamn thank me that I'm doing so because I'm doing it as my service to the world. And that's it. Like, thank you. Instead, we're attacked because we're dangerous, right? Society yeah. should be like, dude, thank you guys for being so healthy. <laughs> Do you know what? I was thinking this earlier, like in the UK, they've just announced, um, you know, this two tier system of society so that, you know, if you're going on holiday and you're double vaccinated now, you don't have to quarantine. And I thought these like people that are sorry, I'm going to like stereotype certain people, but that do absolutely nothing about their health, eat shit, yeah. are yeah. obese. 
and they're seen as the selfless ones because they've had their double vaccine and yet yeah. me who eats healthfully exercises looks after my mental well-being you know yeah. I, I'm now a second-class citizen you know I just thought I can't believe it's sort of come to this I think it's inevitable but um yeah it's crazy and if everyone actually just made themselves the healthiest version of themselves we would just be in such a different solved like I mean everybody it would just be so clear and somebody said, you know, you're fighting a, a, a non-winning battle. You're, uh, I'm not trying to win. I don't give a fuck. This stuff has existed all before. They're not going to win whatever sides you think because there's always going to be us. Like, it's not about winning. And that's the thing I, I do with my training. I just did a Zoom rehab session and I had to tell this person because when I do my preparation stuff, it's not about winning. You don't win in training. You don't win in nutrition. You don't win in sleep. You don't win in meditation and sun exposure and breath and relate. You're not winning. The wins come from what you're able to experience by doing all those things and what you're able to encounter and what you're able to process. Like the win is being able to fully express crying from the bottom of your stomach because you saw you experienced a really powerful emotional moment. But if you weren't nourished, resilient, connected, aware, allowed to feel, you wouldn't be able to express that full feeling. And then it goes somewhere else and stays in you. That's not a win. You can't get down on your hands and knees and go face to face with a child or go on a, and a cat wants you to get down on the ground and just be with it. You can't get down. That's not a win. You can't travel in a road trip because you can't sit for a period of time because your body just goes into fucking shock because you're sitting down and like absorbing a vibrating machine for a period of time. Like that's not like we're not trying to win this stuff, but it puts you in a position to where you just literally what are you willing to invest in and fight for per yourself? And as Oli Olerton said, and I said this many times, if each one of us does our part, that's the whole consciously connecting because again consciousness is more infectious than any germ ever 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 related to be so if we all elevated doing our personal work that's the globe shifting and not to win just mm -hmm. to again be able to spot what's not ideal for you what doesn't make sense for you i don't need to know that vaccines make that, that, that the science behind them is a fucking joke, that the whole concept of virology is a joke. Like, I mean, I've interviewed these dudes who have, and ladies who have committed their lives, but I'm just like, wow, this is really nerdy shit. Okay, thank you for doing what you do. I just know all that stuff that you just said makes sense. And the other side just doesn't make sense. And I'm good with that. And it helps keep me able to share information uh, uh energy and put it towards food like tasting a meal because mm -hmm. a meal tastes like shit when you're terrified you know what yeah. i mean and you can't you can't when you do you feel good reading a book or listening to a play or something when you're terrified and uncertain or you're burning out your ass or your lungs are on, i mean it's just like mm -hmm. no none of this stuff is able to be experienced to the level if we don't have what this what this body, what this creation, what this was, was allowing us to experience. Our spirit is experiencing this through this meat suit and connecting in every way possible. And as I, somebody said, sensual is just sensuality is sensing reality. I think mm -hmm. it was Dr. Saida. She's like, sense sensuality is sensing reality. How many senses do we have? Well, these ghetto ass scientists say that we have like 13 to 15 or whatever. 
but shit, I'd say it's like, that's what they can measure. I yeah. think we're infinite. Do you know what I mean? So if we go with the color wheel on a digital computer screen and all, all the options of yellow, uh, the yeah. sun covers all those. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's got them all. So I just think that there's so much inside of us right now to be able to sense our reality and express and connect that that's what excites me. And I just don't have time for the other stuff. And, and again, if I want to travel, I'll travel. If they close out the planes and I can't, I'll, I'll car or I'll get a buggy or I will walk. And what a walk it will be to walk the United States or walk wherever. Like, yeah. hey, guys, I'm going to close my office. How do you how are you able to do that? Well, I'm not traveling because I've shifted this. So how can you afford that? Because I just upped my prices yeah. <laughs> to allow this or because I just added something. different. I mean, because I'm eating differently or because I've totally sold off my storage unit or I've I mean, we're going to evolve and adapt. I mean, that's what the body human being does best. But we got to remember a way around it, isn't there? Human isn't beings. It? That's it. We got to remember we're human beings and we are literally the most dynamic quantum creation on the planet, but we don't give ourselves that credit. Everyone has you thinking you're flawed, you're attacking yourself, you're weak, you're not enough, you're wrinkled, you're, you know, you're not shaped right, you're not tall, you're not the right race, you're not the right sex, you're not living in the right place, you don't have the right credentials. Fuck you. I'm human being. Like, that's number one. I am, I'm the most infinite quantum being on the planet. And we have billions of all these other ones that are just these huge light beings that we're able to connect. Yeah. We haven't even, I was talking to Cassie. This is something cool because I was working with a, a pregnant woman. She's four months pregnant in zoom rehab and zoom performance sessions. And Cassie goes, I mean, I was talking just about the beauty of, of a pregnant woman getting her body ready to deliver, grow this, this human, like, like making another one of these things. Right. And she's like, no. And I've said it, that the way I go about the rehab and the training and the movement stuff, we're accessing this, this like these, these, these tools that the brain saves for these really rare special moments. And it'll go, oh, I got that for you. It's like everyone's trying to access DMT with all this stuff. Wait, DMT is released upon death, right? couldn't we kind of come close to experiencing that if we can get our minds right and it'll just release yeah. we've got shit that's just saved for these like special moments so cassie goes no, no no that's exactly what like a pregnant woman has so much magic in her that the body is using to grow the human that if she used it in your sessions she's got magic to get then get these massive shifts and changes so even when she has baby it's still there. Like she's just le elevated her body and mind and spirit. But the other people will have it be like, no, 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 stay bedridden, stay careful, protect. No, you need to eat. You need to gain like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There is so much quantum. And I said, bazooka shit inside, inside a pregnant woman, let alone a human, you know, that we can access for those special moments. But Dr. Cassie put it perfectly. She's like, a pregnant woman, magic, access that. that magic and see what else you could do. Like what a beautiful moment, right? How did the session go then? Was it good? She fucking killed it. She killed it. And that was the thing. And she's not shy about talking about this. She was one of those things that she was able to finally be, because something that she recognized 
was I, I always ask like, how'd you hear about me? You know what I mean? Like how, how were you drawn to me or, or what, how did I come into your consciousness? And it was one of those things like her spirituality, her beliefs, her values, her intentions, her relationships, her nourishment, her sleep, all her habits were all dialed in and, and they all made sense. Mm. But the one that didn't was her movement capacity. We call it training, right? Mm. Like yoga is a lifestyle. America and other people have perverted it to do it as just the physical aspect. Like we just train yoga. And it's like, dude, that's a fucking like, it's an entire shift of your whole life. Mm. So this girl had everything dialed in, but she had never heard anybody put movement and preparation of, of movement and training into this whole thing at this level that's like as elite as you want to go, whether you're an athlete, which everybody is, and you play a sport or you're growing a human, which is the ultimate, or you have one leg or you have MS or you're trying to survive. Like it doesn't matter. Mm. And so she was just like this discovery of self, like, holy shit, I'm able to actually go to the depths of my being, pushing myself in this thing safely. The brain thinks it's dying, quote unquote, so it'll go ahead and access. She's like, finally, I knew there was something. I just could not find anyone that was able to do it. And again, it's not me. I'm just, it's not like I created movement, right? Or I created gravity or I created growth in a bone. I'm just, I'm just finding the stuff that we have access to. That's pretty perfect. And I'm just like getting people to get like, Hey, remember this is over here. Everyone's like, Oh, your book. Oh, you're just rewriting the, the rehab performance book. No, I'm just bringing you back to the chapters that you've skipped over the last 50 years. Everyone's yeah. just skipped all this shit because it wasn't fun. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't marketable. Yep. And I just rewrote a book of all the shit you guys skipped. And now it's like this, like, oh, my God, it's this epiphany. If I invented it or created it, it would have messed up a long time ago. It would have hurt so many people because it's flawed. There's no flaw in the system. Try to find a flaw in a great. That's Cassie. Oh. Try to find a flaw in the sun or try to create the sun or create a grape or create a plant. Like, oh, we're doing all this stuff in labs. No, no, no. I'm talking like an actual harmonious quantum, like, like to the levels of what creation is already there. It's already there for us to access it. It's free for the most part. It's just there. So let's just go get it. Why do you think we've become so disconnected from being a human like basically you know what and that's a big question sorry just no, some right. thought, why why have we become like this now my observation i'm still a baby in this movement you know you got christian northrup dr northrup who's like 30 plus years in the cowans dr cowan is like 40 plus years in there's other ones who are even like more elders like the wise elders right um so mine, the shift was right after the 2000s. And, and that I, I don't know from my timeline of, of this life, you know, with this experience right now, the internet came out in the late 90s. So I, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like when we give power, there has to be responsibility and power. And now we have this information age. But are we any better? Because we know more. We know more outside of us, but we don't know more of us. And so I think we become more disconnected by the connection. And, and in so doing, we've disconnected from self, and then I'm disconnected from you. So my, dis my connection to you is truly with self. But we're putting it now, we're, we're seeing it through a phone right now. So we're 
we're harnessing this power and we're very respectful of what this is, right? But there's others that are that are outsourcing as much as they can. And it comes down to, I mean, they're harvesting the human potential for the dollar, right? Um, I uh, take, and I'm just going to stay in my world because I can't speak on anything else, but um, they, they just caught up. Science just caught up and science is as ghetto as it comes, right? So science caught up with stem cells uh, can regenerate cartilage in knees, ankles, and hips. Yeah, no fucking shit. But they just caught up. Mm-hmm. Now, wait a second. They just caught up with what the body's been doing forever. And in their little scientific experiment, they realized that when the hip is stimulated with movement and when the knee is stimulated with movement and when the ankles are stimulated with movement coming from the brain, communicated back through those tissues, through the nervous system, nourished by the blood and the food, assimilated by the digestive system, repaired with the hormones. I mean, all the stuff that they didn't talk about, they go, wow, movement helped the person heal their joint irreparable damage which everyone's like oh cartilage doesn't regrow bullshit everything does and they just caught up and told you this now that should be a great a a breakthrough where it'd be like hey we had it wrong all the time an arthritic joint we we told people not to move we told people to protect it we told people to ice it which was a joke we told people to put drugs into it to put tape on it to put oils on it herbs on it make it protect 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 now they're like, well, no, we have to go in and stimulate that. But did the article end saying uh, everybody move affected joints 300 times every single day, multiple? No. They said, well, now what do we do to, pre- to, pre- to prevent this or, or solve this problem? We invent stem cell injections. <laughs> and it's like, God damn you guys. You guys just literally discovered something the body's been doing, this power And instead of harnessing what our responsibility and accountability are and going on TV and sharing commercials or having schools teach this shit, you just created another product and you can sell it for billions of dollars. And there's going to be well-intentioned people that are going to sell stem cell injections because they've approached me. We we sell stem cells, TJ. But what they do is they teach you over a weekend conference 95% of the time of the conference is teaching how to market it. 5% is teaching how to do it. I'm sorry, but just like we're hearing today, the savior of the health, the injection shouldn't have to be marketed. Yeah. (laughs) If it's real, I mean, if it's truly is their best for us, it should not have to be marketed. It's easy. You don't have to market it and sell it to the people. It, It just works every single time. But instead, that's where we have to market nature we have to like remind people that nature's there. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Because we're trying to literally sh- get people so away from self so that we can control and, and divide. And that's why I say the holistic side is just as guilty because they're doing it as well. And just my world of, of medicine, rehab, orthopedics, what have you, right? I mean, when you talk to a farmer, Nick Wallace, a farm that I shop at, um, you know, the controlled weather storms and what they want to disconnect the farmer the small farmer from the land with which and they want everybody to think that vegan is the way to go and that soy-based products and test tube beyond meat all this stuff no meat's going to kill the world really instead Mm -hmm. of knowing that rotating regenerative farm animals over that they help 
till the soil and nutrient dense the land, like nutrify the land and that everything has a part. So it's mm-hmm. like in the farming thing, they feel disconnected as well. And then they'll swoop in to, we have a solution. Their stem cell solution is test tube meat yeah. or uh, bug burgers or soy, or, I mean, it's literally, and they're fucking humanity with this fake food. And everyone's like, no, vegetarian, vegan. Why? Because we can do it in a city. We don't have to go out and, and create land ownership and all that. And it's like, I mean, every industry seeing it. It doesn't matter. I'm just seeing it from mine. Everybody's yeah. speaking the same language. You know what I mean? Everybody. That's why where I'm coming it's, from. It's all in the money, isn't it? I mean, I remember when I was at, um, at college and um, studying my homeopathy and we did this, learn about these cases where terminal brain uh, tumor patients and I think they're at the Texas Brain Institute. Um, and there was sort of no hope for these guys. And I think they they got the homeopaths, these really famous homeopaths in India, um, the Banerjee uh, guys. And they cured incurable brain tumours with like some really basic remedies. And I just remember sitting in this lecture feeling so angry, thinking, why the fuck isn't that on like mainstream news? You know, right. surely we should be sent spreading these positive messages or, you know, what the self, as you, you know, homeopathy is quantum medicine. All it does is yeah. stimulate self-healing. So um, I was like, why isn't this? Why aren't we being told this? And you yeah. just, you know, obviously naively said, but it's all down to money, isn't it? And whether you, yeah. whether you can make money out of it, um, market it, it's, yeah, it is, it is depressing, really. But we have to hope for change. Um, oh, yeah. But have, have, you, have you ever used homeopathy? I've been asked, sorry, by my, by my like, my tribe. Like, does he use homeopathy? Yeah, no. So not this? me personally, not me personally. But again, like the stuff's here. The stuff's here provided like here. It's all it's all laid out and it's here. And it's just like all of its medicine. There's like there's medicine to be used. There's natural principles to understand. There's natural laws to abide by. There is no sickness or disease because the body's never sick or diseased. It's only healing in a healing state. Inflammation, tumors, um, a blood shift or skin exposure like all these things are just the infinite way the body is just getting your attention and trying to heal itself and however the tool whatever the tool is that is used it's all here as long as like i'll agree like as long as it's like wait this is like natural here not natural like naturopathic like no no, no. I'm, I'm just saying like what it is is here and it's not to lower a symptom so I feel better because feeling better is not healing better. That's not what I'm talking about. But like literally putting the body in position to heal itself, whatever you got to use, boom. Now the other stuff um, takes it away. Like, oh, I'm going to get you to feel better today. Uh, sorry, I can't, I can't abide by that. And I've had people come in and try to do those procedures on me and whatever. I'm like, fuck no. Like you just fucked me. Why? Because you adjusted eight things on me or you just did acupuncture based on you didn't assess me. You wanted me to tell you what you think I had wrong with me. How the hell am I supposed to know? I mean, I do know because I know, but why should I be able to tell you? So you can go ahead and put a needle in whatever to open. That's not acupuncture. That's going in and symptom based. Oh, you're infertile. So here's the acupuncture. No, you shouldn't have to know that there's infertility. You shouldn't have to know the body will just go ahead and and like shift itself to survive the immediate moment and whatever it needs to do, it'll do. Now, if we point the direction and there's these natural approaches to it, 
done, but it has to be putting the person in a position to heal themselves better than they were prior. If it's to lower symptoms, I'm going to cut your fucking legs off because I want you out of practice because this lowering symptom ideal, that's what medicine, that's what the allopathic model has done. And that's why the naturopathic holistic style has done that. And that's why all these essential oils has done that. They're all going after symptoms, which is only healing responses, naming symptoms, which is only healing responses and going into a specific spot in their body to reduce symptom response in that spot. Like, wait a second. That's the body getting our attention. If you're going ahead and quieting that you are fucking the person for long term, just because you got Mm -hmm. their labs to change for three months or you shifted something for like, that's not a success. They don't have MS now or the expression of MS or whatever that is, but now they can't, you you know, they're not digesting foods. They're, they're arthritic. (laughs) They're keeled over. It's shifted to psoriatic or it's shifted to uh, diverticular. I mean, it's like whatever they call it. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. Like it's all together. So I think there's so many different tools out there that are so amazing. Um, it's hard to find the practitioners utilizing them how they were designed to be utilized because it's very hard to sell that, right? Like even in my world, I lose more business than I gain. But the gain is so good, like it's so up that I get the right business. Like if you think about it as a business, like I get the, the ideal people and then those people go, they get better. They acquire this like, this like autonomy. And I said this to Cassie, I said, my best patients could open a practice right now and put every PT rehab specialist, trainer, therapist out of work. And they have no degree. They have no credentials. They have no license, but they are better right now at doing what they did because of the path that they took over year and a half of self-discovery or whatever. And they could literally open a business up right now. And some do. Some do. So those are the best ones, right? The best patients are the ones that go through it. And then they become like, that's where I think those schools are. That's where I think the schools could be or, or the seminars are. The seminars are in offices of the people doing the stuff that's, that's principled is what I call it. Do you know what I mean? You've just completely like hit the nail on the head with where I'm at with things at the minute. Cause I find um, I'm like pausing actually yeah. <laughs> probably prompted by you and triggered by you, but I'm pausing sort of my practice at the minute for new patients because I was finding that people are still coming quite often wanting right. like with homeopathy, you know, there's um, that whole, you, it looks like you're giving a pill to fix stuff, but you're not, totally. you're, you're stimulating self-healing. Right. And when you get patients that come and they still, that maybe they've come as a last resort and it's the first time they've tried something different and they're used to conventional medicine where they go to the doctor and they get a pill and the symptoms go and you can try and educate, you know, and explain this is self-healing. This is going to be a process. You know, we want things to come out. There's going to be emotional totally. releases, all of that. Um, and some people just still aren't ready for that. And I find it yeah. quite frustrating. I had um, some child um, that I was treating that had severe, like years and years of um, chronic um, tics. And to, yeah. well, he was diagnosed with Tourette's, but it was actually probably more pandas. He had lots of aggression and rage. Um, and I gave one remedy, like at the start, I explained all of this. You know, it's a process. Yeah. You've got to look at the whole life, family dynamics, you know, healing trauma, dying, oh. all of that. 
um, but gave the remedy and then the mum emailed to say oh I haven't seen huge improvements because only the OCD has gone and this was after two weeks on a remedy and I just thought only like it's stimulating self-healing this is amazing within two weeks yeah. you know you've got rid of all these really quite severe symptoms but I thought people just I find it I'm finding it frustrating that you're getting sometimes people that just aren't ready for it still so what you've said about totally. attracting the right patient that is yeah. ready to make that whole life change because it is it's a mass you've got to change your whole life basically to heal yourself properly I think that's my um, I mean think of that right like think if we just took that like I'll say like on a watered down part, just pick something and change it, completely change it for the next three months. Just, just one thing, pick one thing and watch, or just do the exact opposite, but to not, to think that you're going to change your life and not change and not actually implement change is, is lunacy. And the tough part about kids, tough part about kids. And this is why Cassie doesn't take them. And I'm using her because she's in like deep, deep, because when I say sickness and disease don't exist, and I was like, well, what about kids? And I brought it up in our house calls that we did. And she goes, and I, I started thinking about this because I wanted her to answer publicly. Well, a kid didn't just fucking come from anything. They came from an egg and a sperm. And where'd that egg come from? Where was that harvested from? What was the health like of the mom all along? What was the connection of the mom and dad when they actually united in intercourse? Were they drunk? Were they loaded? Were they doing it just because they wanted to do it? Was it stressful because they couldn't get? Was it in a lab? Was it the man donated, the woman? Like, what was the health like of the mom throughout creating the baby? You know, and then the child comes out. So again, Cassie won't take children because the parents have to heal. And if the parents don't heal, the kid is not going to heal. That's just first and foremost. So they literally, parents don't want to do the work. Because they don't want to see it as their issue, as their a part of their plan as well. Like, no, you're involved in this as well. Oh, I thought my kid was just unlucky and genetic. No, 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 it's not. No, you are very much on this. It's nothing to slam you on. But you have to admit that you're very much a part of this expression that your child is healing right now. And I think they did a good fucking job coming out of you that you created them and they're still here. What a great environment. Now you heal, dad heals, they heal. Now the consciousness shifts. Now everybody together. And then all of a sudden, holy crap, the unit of one as to three separate identities all of a sudden now rises up. But um, that's what I'm doing in my, uh, I can't make them do it, right? Like they have to come in and get it done. And I will literally turn them away. 12 year old will come in and the mom like wants to hover and do all this stuff. I'm like, no, this isn't, this isn't going to work because you're here. And she's like, what? Like, no, this is, he needs to do this for him. You are clearly going to undo everything that I'm doing here. I I'm not, I could charge five times. This It would not be worth what you're bringing into my office right now. And they love that. They love that. Uh, uh, honesty because nobody's ever been honest before. They just try to sell them another thousand dollars and shit and sell them another thing. And so back when you uh, were exposing um, where you said that before, so if somebody rolls an ankle, the brain thinks that the ankle stepping on the ground of whatever was, was a threat to the system. Well, I have to get that same stimulus back into the body. So the brain goes, oh, it's not a threat. No. So we're giving what damaged the body. It wasn't stepping that damaged the body. It wasn't the curb that damaged the body. It wasn't the fall. It's not a germ. It's not a person. It's the inability to adapt to whatever the stimulus was. 
It's mm -hmm. the person stepping off the curb that they couldn't adapt for it. Otherwise, everybody would go around. People stepped off a curb, rolled an ankle, broke an ankle. Okay, eliminate all the curbs in the world. We can't have curbs. Like, that's what they want to do. Like, you got sick from a germ. First of all, no, you didn't. But eliminate all germs. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or eliminate all toxins. What? No, it's like this harmony with it. And what's our ability to adapt to that environment? But we got to go back into that environment and expose it back to that environment for the brain to know, wait, we're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah we're good. Okay. And then we exceed that threshold that we were at before. So technically, everything that happens that we express is an opportunity. And if we do it right, we should be healthier than we were, stronger, more resilient than we were prior. If we do it right, if we don't do, if it's not that, then it's not medicine and it's not true and it's not right because that means that the human would have died off long time ago faced with a challenge. Mm. And that's not it. Like any challenge would have just died off the, well, no, the people adapted and they leveled up and they figured out why, because the body, the, the design of the perfection of human is is set that way so mm -hmm. shit if we start looking at ourselves that way i now i'm playing a huge part mom and dad are playing a huge part and i've gotten a ton a ton now i don't hold anything back you know this but i said like my last fuck has left the building on purpose like when you get deleted twice off instagram when you have things going on around you it's like dude fuck you i'm not holding anything back if you're not ready for this then you're done because there's some real, real gnarly stuff going on right now. And we cannot sugarcoat anything. We cannot babysit any more adults. We are not going to pat everybody on the back and say, everybody's going to be all right. Cause they're not going to be all right until they make themselves in a position to actually be all right. Um, but in DMS, Hey TJ, I've got a kid type one, or, Hey, I've got this, I've got that. Now I just rail them. If it's something out of my scope, Nope. Dr. Cassie's the only doctor I trust because I put her through, <laughs> I, I've investigated and she's investigated me and we've learned through and I'm just like, wait, she's doing it. That is ideal. Like, damn, man, there's just no angle. It's all, it's a natural law all the time. And it works every single time to the people that work. So now I just say to them, be prepared. If you are not ready to hear that your entire life needs to change mom and dad, because it's usually the dad doesn't want to do anything. Usually yeah. like they, they're so like, I know. It is. And, it's so, and it's like, okay, guys, but if they're not ready, she will not take you on. I just want to let you know that. And I kind of swear it a little more and I get really amped up. And they're just like, thank you for being so upfront with me. Nobody's ever told us this. Nobody's ever said that we played a part in this. Oh my God, I'm so ready. I was taking them out. Our role was just to pay for more shit, right? Like just pay yeah. for another specialist, seek out another specialist. No, now they're like, oh, wait. And it's usually the moms that are like, I knew. I knew it was something with us. I just didn't know. And the dad's like, no way it's not. And there's a lot of reality. There's a lot of shock and, and some scary stuff, right. That you got to encounter. There's some demon stuff, but that's the point. That's the part that is the shift. That's the change that where the healing is. If it's not difficult, it's not changing you, you know? Definitely. And do you know what, well, there's something I want to talk to you about, actually, or explore further that we sort of touched on, we touched on already, and, and we um, spoke a bit last time, was this um, disease does not exist, you know, yeah. and 
like I I definitely think that all symptoms are the body trying to heal itself but there comes a point where people find it hard to believe so one of the things I didn't explore with you was when you said cancer doesn't exist and I thought we should explore that perhaps a little bit more because there are people that will say well how can that be a healing exactly response so what's your take on that yeah so listen so and I really have to it's not I want I don't have any experience in it other than myself. So I don't have any clinical experience in it. So I just want people to know first off, I am not a clinically sound, but it, when I look at an ankle or I look at other things like a fever or a scab or vomiting or a pimple or warts, when I look at that stuff, those principles, couldn't I just apply to everything? And I did just in myself just in my, my seeking out, like, wait a second, just as I'm thinking of the vastest that is the human. And then I come across, and again, Dr. Cassie Huckabee. And when I run it by her, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Because when I go into an ankle and I see that the ankle does this, 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 and the body shifts and it does this, or a scab does this, cancer. And she's like, yeah. And so I, I said, and in the last episode, I think I asked her on an interview, would sickness and disease be in your dictionary if you were writing a dictionary? She's like, no, they're not words. And I said, okay, cancer or childhood diseases, because those are the two everybody goes to. So let's just stay cancer. Whatever the name is, whatever it is, whatever they've called it, the body sensing through all the senses, its place in the environment per what we're giving it, what we're consciously exposed to, what we're energetically absorbing, what we're nutrient, you know, absorbing, what we're sleeping with, who we're around, what we're believing in, what we expose ourselves to from a natural lighting standpoint, what our history is genetically, like just from our parents and not that genes do, but it's like all this stuff comes in and the body goes ahead and makes an assessment and goes, okay, we're going to die right now unless I get this person's attention. And I need to get their attention in this tissue because I need attention paid to this tissue or I need attention paid at this level. And it'll go into whatever the tissue is and create a response. Maybe that response is something as simple as inflammation. Maybe it's something as simple as a bump, a a lesion or a growth, call it a tumor, call call it whatever, right? Or maybe it's a, a discoloration and itching of the skin, or maybe it's a discoloration of the tongue or the eyes. Again, it's just trying to do what it can only do because it can't go, hey, you're not helping. <laughs> that food, not good for us. Those people, not good. This place it is not ideal. Like it's, they can't do that. I mean, that would be great, but maybe it is that clear. Maybe it is that clear though. If we get into it deep enough and we listen, it is that clear. You know what I mean? And so all of a sudden when you have a tumor or a lesion or a blood shift, something, there's some intelligence behind it. And it's trying to do it to one, get your attention. It's put it there to heal you. Part of that healing response is attention in there. And then all of a sudden that response is getting your attention for you to shift everything. Maybe it's nutrients. Maybe 
everybody that's but it's more than that because that's why there is no cancer diet although there's been books sold on that it can't be that because it would be the check the box of the cancer diet but cancer is what it's infinite Uh, they they haven't even named it then they'll come up with a new one well there's a new rare one no it's not it's just that person's unique expression of healing well what are they healing from i don't know let's go into their story and you go in, you start talking to them, you start going through stuff. And it's all of a sudden, everyone's like, all of a sudden, I had X. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, really? Your body wasn't talking to you for like 30 years? Well, I had headaches for 30 years. Or well, I had loose bowels for 30 years. Well, I had, you know, itchy skin or acid stomach. Or I mean, there's all these like little things that when you do get into the story, there's more warnings there that have been there for a long period of time. And it just had to get really strong towards the end. That doesn't mean you're far gone. It doesn't mean anything. It just means the body is now at a state of, it was whispering to you before. Now it's yelling at you. So mm. now here we go. You have two options. You have, you have many options, but let's just say the two go in and the allopathic model is going to call it something based on their observation of the healing. Just like if the skin got cut, They'd be like, I bet you bled out this red stuff. And I bet that thing scabbed over and this thing like started to get all crusty. These are the stages of your sickness. Wait, you mean bleeding and a scab? <laughs> they literally will like call out like, oh, here's the stages. You're at stage four of this thing that we've named. You mean you're at the most aggressive stage of this healing response? like that's laying you out that has you vomiting that has you bleeding that has you okay it's getting your attention but they'll go in and cut shit out and burn shit and label you so that you no longer feel that you're 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 jocelyn you're no you're lymphoma hodgkin you know you're parking uh uh pancreatic state you're whatever it is right Mm -hmm. and so now that that they go in and they'll just cut you out cut it out burn you label you Okay, just letting you know, you're going to die because of this. But we're going to keep you here as long as we can because we saved the day. That's going to be $750,000 through your insurance, and you're going to be miserable for the next four years. And we're going to make it so scary that we're going to have you have to sit your family down and tell your family that you have this word called cancer. And everybody's going to be so afraid to talk about it because it's this thing that you have no control over whatsoever. There's your, there's your option. Oh, and your family is now going to be terrified that they're going to feel that because your bloodline is in them. And now mm-hmm. there's this no accountability. Now everybody's just terrified of this thing that's going to happen. The other option is because it's always a loved one calling out for the person that has this stuff going on for them. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you go into with Dr. Cassie and let's just say you sit down and she goes through your, your story. And she'll have you talk about your situation, talk about things you're wanting to hold on to, talking about your diagnosis. If you can't let go of your name, the name of the thing, you're not going to heal. If you can't let go of that relationship struggle that you've had, you're not going to heal. If you can't let go of the fact that you've been told sunshine, I, I'm, I'm super generalizing. I'm not, I, I'm yeah, being really general right now, right? If you, if you can't let go of the fact that somebody told you the sun is, is uh, harmful to you, that fruit has too much sugar, that your eating approach was healthy, but you don't want to let it go that you're holding on to your sleeping patterns. That you're holding on to these previous stories that you're holding on 
you can't. So now you all of a sudden in the first visit, you let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And you're willing to do the work. Okay. Now maybe she does some labs and she sees some stuff, which are just healing responses. Mm -hmm. Just literally the body has, you know, there's inflammation in the blood. No shit. The body's trying to heal itself. The body's going to shift things from one organ to another, from one uh, endocrine gland to another. It's going to try to do these things. If you have somebody there that's able to make sense of all this, point you in the right direction, you shift everything, everything right fucking now, right now. You are not going to take this stuff because you already had that option. It was to be cut, burned and labeled till you die or you go this other route. What do you have to lose? Since we're all going to die, since we're all going to die, like death is the end or, or the beginning, whatever you think, right? Now you go to this other route. Wait, you mean I could nourish myself with possible herbal teas, shit tons of grapes, my relationships with my, with my friends and family. I could be in my home. I can walk the earth. And again, super general. I'm not saying this is the cure for cancer. I'm just saying these are general generals. Like, like all of a sudden now in amidst all this whole thing, maybe you discover, maybe you shift, maybe you go, maybe you last four years. Let's just say you end four years end four years. Everyone's going to be like, Oh, cancer killed the healing response, which started 30, 40 years ago or started for the two-year-old among mom and dad 40 or 50 years ago. And then their genealogy 40, 50 years ago, right? Like back, back, back. Now, all of a sudden, you've lived this life on your terms, connected to you, con connecting with others, nourished, able to taste the sensuality of food and air and sun and travel and, and all these things that we're able to experience. If we're going out on either side, I'd rather go out this approach. Turns out, when you do go this approach, turns out you end up just you end up just resolving everything because it's not it's not a we hope that you resolve no it's you will heal like that's mm -hmm. what it's trying to do it will do that it will do that it's a guarantee it'll heal just as much as it's a guarantee that when you wake up assuming you're here in this realm sun's up there it is gravity's present there it is oxygen out there yep there we go living things in the ground yep it's all right there because those are the principles we're dealing with. So no matter what they call it, no matter what it is, as extreme as it be on that side, we go extreme on this side, the body finishes the healing. And then somebody says, though, so the healing response, like what if the tumor cuts off circulation to the small intestine that cuts off and killed the person? Healing response killed the person. Let me throw this one at you just to see because it's scary. First of all, that tumor, you weren't born with it. Like, mm. meaning, sorry, you didn't just wake up one day and you had a tumor. Mm. Like, like here it is. That's why somebody showed me an MRI yesterday. I'm like, you, you've had this here four months ago when you had no pain. You just weren't sensing the dysfunction, like the, the healing response. But now they go ahead. This didn't just show up today. Mm. So again, the body did its best. It tried to get your attention years, years, years ago. It formed this tumor to save you because if it didn't keep it all in one place, it would have leached all out all over the place and would have harmed the system and killed it, ended it earlier. It would have ended it earlier. It knows this, <clears throat> meaning it's not, it wouldn't have ended it. 
it just, it would have passed on. Like the body spirit would have chosen to leave this suit and go to another suit <laughs> or whatever we believe, right? Like whatever the thing is. So now it goes ahead in, puts it into a lesion or a growth, tries to get your attention, which you've been ignoring it for like a lot of time. And it goes in, it's like, fuck, I can do this for as long as we can. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm loving you. And it's just like our inability to adapt to our environment. I think the body did a damn good job. Like when I hear stories like that, I'm like, God, it, what an amazing thing that it kept it here this long. So everybody looks at it as we lost a life due to this disease. I think we lived in the face of our decisions pretty damn well. We lived with the, the response of the choices we've made for a pretty good amount of time at a pretty decent level. That's the way we look at it. Well, what if we changed every extent of everything we've ever believed? I don't know. That's where they go. That's where they go with the miracles or the radical remissions. I don't think they're miracles. That's what's supposed to happen. Could you imagine if just like you heard that spontaneous remissionless brain tumors and all that stuff? Could you imagine if that's all we talked about? Oh, I think, I think that all, yeah, I think that all the time. And it does work the other way. Like when I um, read Joe Dispenza's You Are the Placebo, yeah. you know, and it had the story of the guy, I think he'd been misdiagnosed as liver cancer. Yeah. And he was told, you know, you're going to die now. And he did. And then they did the autopsy and he didn't actually have anything wrong with him. Nothing. Um, right. Yeah. And if we if we thought more positively and had the, these stories everywhere, you know, it would be amazing, wouldn't it? The, uh... And that would be the that's the thing. So Cassie's seeing those stories all the time. And that's where she's like, wait, that's the potential. Got it. Boom. And then they go regrowing thyroids. They had their thyroid cut out and burned. People are regrowing them re-fucking-growing them and not not she's not doing anything to them she's virtual she's not injecting touching or doing anything it's all virtual that's what i'm saying i didn't touch this person on a zoom rehab session i didn't inject them with something like it's straight up you we have access to these things inside of us we just have to be told that it's possible that's it and that's why i said the only reason people don't heal is because one they didn't want to and two, they didn't know they could. Those are the two reasons. And I ran it by her just to make sure I'm not a crazy person. I'm like, literally, is that really? She's like, yeah, as long as they know that they could, it's up to them. Because the people that heal are the ones that want to. And there's no guilt to say, person reverses HIV. In like a month, 30 years of HIV, how is this possible? She wanted to. And if you list all the stuff that this person like goes into what they created, like, oh my God nothing stood in the way of this person wanting to change their story. That's mm -hmm. a thing. And so when we start going into that as the norm, that's it. They might not go ahead and take those options and go make those choices, but that's on them. It's not because they couldn't. It's mm -hmm. not because it wasn't possible. It's all there. And it's all hundred percent. The body wants to stay here. It will do the best for you right now, right here. You just have to acknowledge that this is it. Do the work, make the changes. It's as certain as certain as daylight. It's as certain as growth of a plant. It's as certain as a grape is going to taste the way the grape is going to taste. Like it's all right there. And that's mm -hmm. like the exciting part. But everybody else gets upset with that because it puts it back on them. People or get then triggered by that. Bad 
for the loved ones, you know, that we lose loved ones. I'm like, I don't think we lose them. They moved on to these beautiful places. How selfish is it of us that we want somebody to stay here so much that we're willing to, against their will, put them under chemo, cut them, burn them. They lose their hair. They're all fucked up. They're all here. But they're here. Are they happy? Mm. Um, we didn't ask. But they're here. Oh, so it's literally your, your desire to keep the person here so that you don't have to deal with hurt. But they want to move forward and transition to this beautiful place where they believe they're going. It's their path. That's why I'm not here to tell people that you'll live forever. That's not what I'm talking about, but it's our path. And we should have every right to transition per our path. And you guys have to kind of enjoy me along the way. You don't have to, if you want to, like, if you want to be in my circle, enjoy me. But then at some point I'm going to move on and I'm going to say, peace. I love you. I'm out. (laughs) And we're going instead of this, like, Oh, they're in a bed for four years and they're all burned up and they're miserable hooked to machines, milking the system and all this. Like, are they happy there? Mm -hmm. No, my grandfather or my dad or my mom, like whatever they hated it. All they wanted to do was go home and and taste a home cooked meal with their loved one. But they said they had to do this. I'm sorry. You're a grown ass fucking adult. You can do whatever you want to do. (laughs) <laughs> and that's the, that's the serious nature of it right like that's where we're at but those options are there those options are there and they they in my opinion are the baseline they're the way like because humans existed they're just the way and death was something that was so special in generations before <clears throat> or in other cultures right like they celebrated a funeral they don't like it's like the morning of no, do you realize where they are right now? And they live this life like fucking let's celebrate this. Let's yeah. go. This is where we're going. It's a very special place to go. But here it's something that not dead equals healthy. No. People are so terrified. I was going to ask you, I'm really conscious actually of your time that we've kind of run 2:15. over. I've got till 2:15. Okay, that's got 13 uh, minutes. Okay, cool. Um yeah, I was going to ask actually how you reconcile you kind of answered it anyway like health being healthy and taking as much responsibility for health with death you know is it that sometimes there was a there was a very famous doctor that worked actually with um, Robert F Kennedy Jr she did a lot of um so she was very vocal about vaccine movement and she was amazing you know she's one of my heroes and she got very aggressive cancer and died quite suddenly and she had the like the healthiest lifestyle you know no one knows what goes on inside someone's head you know this is all perception isn't it because a lot of illness is emotional but from the outside you know she would go Wim Hof cold swimming and have healthy diet and it really rattled me because I was like oh my god you know if that can happen to her you know what the hell can it like and she was obviously doing the alternative therapies to try and heal herself and I sort of thought is it that sometimes you know our time is just up. Like what, what's your perspective on yeah. that? You know, when it's time to go, it is time to go. So that's where I think the, there is no like, um, uh, algorithm like Wim Hof breathing is Wim Hof breathing. It's, it's a nutrition is nutrition. Nutrition doesn't heal cancer. It doesn't prevent death. Mm-hmm. Wim Hof breathing doesn't heal cancer. It doesn't prevent death. Although it's being sold that way. Uh, sunshine doesn't, 
it's every single inch of our life is our medicine. And I stole that from Dr. Cassie. She's like, your life is your medicine. Because if you go into those cases and those stories and you start talking to those people and you get down into it deeper, you start to realize there's a whole lot more that wasn't addressed. Mm. But from the outside in, it looks the part. Our family looks the part of healthy and connected. We were as fucked up. Our parents were, I mean, it was just like, oh my God, but there's so much dysfunction underneath. So here's the thing. None of us make it out alive, but our life being medicine this is amazing. So every inch of my life is the medicine. So if I have an argument per se with somebody, I don't look at it as this like blow of, oh my God, fucking, I got to get up. And then it's like pack on something there. Like, wait, how was that? What was that exchange about? What am I supposed to learn from that? That was medicine. Damn. Now I go on to the next thing. Wow. My body started to tell me that it was craving these kinds of foods, but I'm on this diet. I'm not supposed to eat those foods. Well, one, I'm not on a diet because diets are stupid. <laughs> and there's no diet that heals cancer, nor is there a diet that has you perpetuated forever. It's all different for everyone. So again, if we look at the infinite choices we can make in a day and start to apply it that it's all medicine and that you don't just get stage four, that it leads to the healing response starting from a long, long, long time ago, we should, if we go ahead and connect with self and realize that it's all, all of its medicine, that it's all a part of this whole like, or, like orchestrated dance that is life, then the feedback response, like my skin is having reaction right now. I'm going into some things that I'm recent. My skin is getting my attention and it's exposing certain things. And I'm definitely going through some stuff. I'm like, oh, I didn't put a fucking cream on it or a herb or an oil, and I didn't go ahead and go discount it. It itched like shit, and I go, I'm like, wow, where's it at? Okay, what am I going through? Huh, interesting. But if I ignore this skin response, or I put on a cream, and now you fast forward 10 years, and I all of a sudden have a dark spot on my elbow, and they're going to call it melanoma, and the sun causes, no, the sun doesn't cause anything. Nothing causes anything. But I have responses in myself that are these, these communication, this, this language, this dance, this love dance all the time. And so that's the thing. Like, I know I'm not getting out of here alive, but I'm going out high and I'm going out on my terms and I'm going out connected with loved ones. I am not going out on somebody else's bill, on somebody else's protocol, on somebody else's algorithm, on somebody else's time frame. Does that make sense? So it's like, yeah. it's not about living forever. It's not about, it's about experiencing as much of this life as we can right now, because every inch of it is medicine. All of it is medicine. Even our darkest dates mm. seem like death or like they're harmful, but all they're doing is just preparing us for something that's coming. They're trying to connect us to something that we're supposed to learn right now. And if we look at it as all medicine, instead of the healthiest people in the world. I don't even know what that is. What does that mean? What's the measure of it? Do you know? Well, a six pack, ah, suntan skin. It's emo I think it's emotionally, you know, like up, there, yeah. there's another one, right? Like our emotions attached to the feelings attached to the perceptions attached to the, because I say a happy donut is healthier than a sad salad. Or if somebody gets out in the sun, but they're looking at the sun as a possible destructor of them, then their perception of the sun shine is not causing anything like 
it's their response to that element that then is creating a toxic sort of reaction that's just going to get their attention. It's okay. It's just going to create a healing response to get their attention to come back that that is a positive thing. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like the sun attacked it. No, it's their, it's their being within that time right now. And if we start to look at it, that's why there never will be the cancer protocol. Yeah. According to that, there's never going to be the autoimmune protocol. There can't be a book written on how to heal everything. It's just, yeah. it's just life. You know, like it is literally what is here? What are we? How are we connected to this whole thing? What's my role? Am I listening to me? Do I love me? Okay. What's my service greater than me? Try to do the best I can with, with, with not harm being harmful, you know, like, like not harming the planet. Like I hope the planet thinks that I'm a probiotic because we're all just a bunch of bacteria, you know? So it looks at me as, Oh, you're good. You're one of the good balance ones. We need some bad ones because it's balance, you know? So, okay, cool. Yeah. And then if I can keep like, wow, I tell you what, if this skin thing on my elbow isn't resolved, I'm going to do a deep, deep dive and try to figure out what it is because it's trying to get my attention right now with the sensation of burn, itch, elbow, right side. I have no idea. When's the last time this happened? Last time I had a girlfriend four years ago. Where was that? Shoulder, back of my right calf. Interesting. So do I have an issue with a female in my life right now? Maybe. Maybe my interpretation of what female is in my life. Maybe would my mom approve? Am I doing it to, if, you know what I mean? Like what's the relationship? I don't know, but I damn well know that I'm going to start to die into this thing and figure it out and not go ahead and try to block it. You know what I mean? And try to look at it as I have a pimple, an eruption. Doc, what is it? Well, studied healing disease. We've studied healing for years. That's actinic keratosis. That's psoriasis. That's vitiligo. That's herpes. That's, you mean the infinite number of ways that the body is expressing healing? What are you going to do? We're going to inject you, block it, cover it, call you all you a like, wait, you just fucked me up. Because you just literally got in the way and had me thinking that this is disease on my elbow right now. It's my body loving the shit out of me. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it's a hard thing. It's like, oh, I love you too. Damn it. All right. I'm listening. I'm listening because I truly do love you. Help me. And that's the thing. It's like, if we do this right, we shouldn't have the all of a sudden stage four healing. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, fell over, whatever. No, all of a sudden, it's going to be that dog walking into the pasture and it goes to lay down and it peacefully doesn't wake up. Yeah. We should all be so lucky to have that infinite intelligence of that animal that knows. They know. And they will go into that part of the yard, they'll lay down, they'll breathe, and they will transition. Like that's, like that's how it should be. But if we went in and observed and that dog looked and went, oh my God, we got to cut you and bleed you and do this. And we kept you here for four years. You didn't have a stomach. You had to have a fucking plug. You had to be injected with all. But thank God you're here and Timmy's not upset and the family's not upset. Yeah. And look at it. It's like, I don't know. That dog knows way more than we know, way more than the doctor knows. We know more than we know, you know, mm-hmm. and when you start to just look at that, it, it really is 
we should all be able to lie down at some place at some time be like i we're i'm out we're good peace because the next level is going to be like insane if we thought this was cool and that's just my vibe right like i, I got just i don't know but that's that's where i'm at with that you know, I love that. And um, yeah, I, I'm conscious that you've got to go, but that's something I wanted to ask. Maybe, I don't know, maybe another time, but um, about yeah. sort of what else is out there? You know, is there more? I know, I know. And we, I have these discussions a lot and I'm always thinking, I'm always just like, we think we know a lot about like how, like, we know I'm nothing. just so humble. <laughs> And, and like infinite, I'm always learning stuff about myself every day. Like I'm about to do another Zoom call. I'm going to learn something from this person. And if I continue to learn, that's my continuing education credits. I don't have, I let my license go. I don't do CEUs. Fuck those CEUs. Are you kidding me? Like my CEU is talking to you, is talking to this person and learning like, oh my God, I did not know. Her body taught me something about mine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and totally discover something in myself today. Or, or in this journey, you know what I mean? And then every day we're new. Every time you see me, I'm somebody different. And that's why I've said, if you're with somebody lucky enough that somebody tolerates you enough, that we literally, every morning you wake up, you should be like, who are you today? <laughs> like, what can we learn about each other today? Shit, that'll teach you about being bored with somebody or oh, they're always doing this, always doing, oh yeah, same routine. It's a completely different person. Let's go rediscover who we are, who they are every single day. And let's go learn. Hey, what'd you dream about last night? Holy shit. What do you think that is? And that's a three hour discussion right there. All right. You want to go get a meal? Yeah. What are you craving? Not what I was yesterday. What do you got today? I don't know, but let's go make it from scratch. Let's go outsource it. Source it. Sorry, from our farm. Let's go make it from scratch. Connect with the meal. Break bread go outside like i mean there's just so many opportunities for us to rediscover who we are i I don't know how people are bored i and that i'm not scared of that does that make sense like we were talking about like how do i process this thing i just don't think we're ever attacking ourselves i don't think there's ever a negative to natural process i i just think the way it's set up is so perfect that we should be so lucky to exist at the time that we do in the f- manner that we do. I, I, we've been levitating and remote viewing and telepathy forever. We have that potential. We well, I'm have gonna that I'm going to look forward capacity. to seeing you. you I'm going to look forward I to know, seeing you I know. That. <laughs> So I, I get, I got to stay away from this like human experience. I got to tap into like, I want to talk to some people. I got people sending me stuff all the time. Like, Hey, here's some help for your levitation journey. I'm like, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm in there and I'm leveling up and I'm, I'm like having shifts on some things I'm measuring. I'm like, damn, I'm at my best now at 44. However many years you're asking, you know what I mean? If it's even time. So anyway, um, I got to run, dude, this was awesome. We got to do round three. Yeah, definitely. I love it. There's still loads more I want to talk to you about. So yeah, we'll do that. Thank you so, so much. Right. Of course, write it all down. Keep notes of what we want to cover and we'll, we'll rock it. We'll keep going. So I love this. This is a great experience. It's brilliant. Thank you so much. It's been great to chat. All right. You're welcome. See you later. Take care, everybody. Bye, Bye, everybody.